Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey y'all, hey y'all, come on in here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, Lord, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, come on, say it. Lord, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, let that be our worship this morning. Hey, Andrea. Lord, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, come on. Let that be our worship this morning. Lord, we thank you. Come on, Lord, we thank you. Come on. Come on, y'all. Lord, we thank you. Share the video and just say, Lord, we thank you. Come on, y'all. Lord, we thank you. Y'all caught me taking uh, my vitamins this morning. (laughs) Lord, we thank you. Come on, come on. Lord, we thank you. Come on. Lord, we thank you. Woo! Yeah, everything doesn't always have to be scripted and intact and in place. Come on, y'all. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. Come on. Oh, my God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Yeah, come on. Give him some praise. He deserves your praise. He deserves your praise. Come on, Lord, we thank you. My God. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Come on, Lord, we thank you. That's so simple. Lord, we thank you. Put that in the comments this morning. Make it personal. Lord, I thank you. My God, declare it Declare it out loud, out your mouth. Lord, we thank you. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving. We enter into his course with praise. He is the master woo, of our faith. Come on, God. He is the one that wrote books about us and knew us from the beginning to the end. Y'all know how I feel about Psalms 139 and 16. Can I read that over you this morning so that you understand he is the master planner? Oh my God, come on. He is the master planner? Yeah, he is the master planner. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being the master planner. One, Psalms 139 and 16. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance. And in your book were all written the days that were appointed for me. When as yet there was not one of them even taken, taking shape. When there was not even one that had taken shape, he had already wrote days about you. Lord, I thank you for already writing days about me. I thank you for already making a making up your mind about me. Woo, come on, y'all. 
my God, I thank you for already making your mind up about me, for already like shaping me, like in my mother's womb. Woo! And even though there's been distractions and frustration, woo! and at times I've been overwhelmed, I know one thing to be true. You will never leave me and you will never forsake me. And for that, I owe you praise. Oh, my God. So, Lord God, I say thank you. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Lord God, I say thank you. <laughs> my God, I thank you for a fresh anointing. I thank you for a fresh wind blowing. I thank you for fresh impartation. I thank you, Lord God, that your perfect will is being done in my life. I thank you, Father God, for who you are. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I bless your name. I praise you, my God. Woo! Thank you for shaping us. Thank you for creating us. Thank you for designing us. Oh my God. Just thank you for your love. Thank you for overwhelming us with your goodness. Thank you for overwhelming us with your mercy. Lord God, saturate us in your presence today. Can I pray that again? Saturate us in your presence today. Lord God, we thank you for Jesus so that we can come behind the veil. We can bring you our frustration this morning. We can bring you our grief this morning. As a matter of fact, your word says, cast all my cares on you. So Lord God, we bring you all our cares today. We bring you every consideration today. We bring you our thoughts and our conversations. We ask, Father God, that you guide the path of our feet today, Lord God, that you quicken our mortal bodies, Lord God, that you lead God and direct us, Lord God, that you open our eyes and give us eyes to see. Lord God, we thank you. Come on, y'all. Lord God, we thank you. We we don't even have to thank you for anything in particular. We just, Lord, we thank you. I almost forgot to share the devotional. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We are not here alone. We are not alone. You are our comforter. You are our truth. Come on now. We are not here alone. You are the one that comforts us. You are the one that brings us into all truth and all knowledge. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus, for when you left, you did not leave us alone. So we thank you, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing us, oh my God, back into our true identity of how you created us, not what was born out of frustration. Woo! My God. Because when things are born out of frustration, we will try to make things up. John 14, and um, let's back up to the uh, 15 verse. It says, if you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments. And then Jesus starts telling them about the role of the spirit. He says, and I'm going to ask the father. Thank you, Jesus. He says, I'm going to ask the father and he'll give you another helper. Like he was talking to the disciples. He's like, even though I'm about to be out, y'all, I'm going to give you a hip hop version. Even though I'm about to be out, come on now, even though I'm about to be out, 
here's what I'm not going to do. Woo! I'm not going to leave you by yourself. Woo! That's powerful. I'm not getting ready to leave you by yourself. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you're not here by yourself. Um, you're not in what you think is alone. Come on, y'all. You're not in what you think is alone. You, you're not. You're not in what you think is alone. He says, I'm going to give you a, a helper. Woo, thank you for the helper. <laughs> thank you for the helper. He said, I'm going to give you a helper. And I don't know about you. I need a helper. Like, I need a helper. My flesh is, my flesh is janky. <laughs> Can I say that? My flesh is janky. <laughs> if you don't know what janky is, it's just messed up. My flesh is janky. My flesh likes stuff that does not line up with what God believes. My flesh likes, I'm sorry. My flesh likes it. My flesh likes to overeat. Come on now. Like my flesh likes the, like my flesh likes a whole lot of chocolate. <laughs> my flesh is janky. My flesh ain't, my flesh ain't. Like, I was talking to a good friend of mine, and we were just talking about how people perceive you, right? And he was like, you know, yo, there's one perception of you, and people may not get the other side of you. Like, they may not get the, somebody else said wanky. So I, like, they might not get the other side. They don't understand all your struggles and your truth. And I'm like, I got very real struggles, and I present them all the time. But sometimes people only see you with one set of eyes, right? So I'm going to be the living testimony this morning. My flesh is janky. <laughs> my, flesh is, my flesh is janky. And my flesh likes to lead. Come on, y'all. And my flesh, li flesh likes to take over. And my flesh tries to grab my tongue daily. And my flesh tries to embed me with thoughts that are not like God. Like, I'm choosing every day. And some days I'm winning. And some days my flesh is trying to get the best of me. So John 14, 16, here's Jesus, right? Come on, Deshetta, here's Jesus, right? It's, it's, here's Jesus. And he says, look, you ain't got to do this by yourself. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's the help. That's the help. You ain't got to do this. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this by yourself. Like, you ain't got to do this. You do not have to do this by yourself. I'm leaving, but a greater part of this vision that this scheme of God's plan is coming so that you don't, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not into your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he's going to direct your path. He says, I'm coming, I'm going to bring you somebody. Woo, come on, y'all. I'm going to bring you somebody. Y'all need to start thanking the Lord for the Holy Spirit right now. He said, I'm going to bring you somebody. I'm ready to bring you somebody. Woo, come on, y'all. I'm going to bring you somebody. Oh, my God. Lord, I thank you for bringing us somebody. Woo, I'm still sharing the video, y'all. Come on and share with me. He said, I'm going to bring you somebody. And the person that I'm going to bring you is getting ready to bring you some comfort. Woo, my God. There are times when man, there is nothing man could say to me. Come on, y'all. There are times when there was nothing man could say to me. And then the comfort of the word came in place. And then the comfort of the word came in place. And it just shifted everything. So there's times that man could say nothing to me, right? But the word of God spoke so deep inside of me. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to look at this thing different. 
The word of God spoke so deep inside of me that it would change my perspective. My perspective. Come on, my my God. Oh my God, I thank you for this word this morning. I thank you for a fresh word, Lord, this morning. He says, so I'm sending you a comforter, an advocate, an intercessor. Ooh, Roman, can I, can I? Yeah, my God, I didn't even know this is where I was going. I, I, I'm, I want to talk to you a little bit this morning about frustration and how it shapes our identity. Woo! I'm going to get to it, right? But he sends us an intercessor, right? Oh, come on now. Oh, my God. Thank you. 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 Woo, thank you, Lord. Make intercession. He sends somebody to make intercession for you. Come on. Let me give you the scripture. I'm out here today. This fresh today. I don't you have my notes on this today. My God. He sends you an intercession. He sends somebody to make intercession for you, right? Oh, my God. When we talk about intercession, um, John 17, 22, that's holy communion. Woo! Intercession is holy communion. Oh, that's so powerful. Come on now. Intercession is holy, like holy communion, right? This is what this is what this is what he does. He'll send this is what Jesus does. Jesus is interceding for us. Like when when he sends someone to make intercession for us, this is when you're in trouble. This is a pleading. This is when you are in difficulty. This is when you are in frustration. This is when you don't know what to say. Come on now. So when there's an intercession, this is a holy communion. The Holy Spirit is making holy communion. Woo! Come on, y'all. Oh, my God. He's making holy communion for you. He's making holy. He's saying what you don't have the capacity to say. He's saying what you can't say, what you don't even know to say. He's saying us. He's saying it for us. <laughs> like, he's saying for us. He's saying what you cannot say. So when we get over here to Romans 8 and um, uh, in 8 and 26, it says in the same way, the spirit comes to us and helps us in our weaknesses. So when I say to you, my flesh is janky, <laughs> there's a Holy spirit <laughs> that will come and make holy communion on your behalf when you do not know what to say. <laughs> There's a Holy Spirit. See, see, this world teaches us that we always have articulate words or we always have the right thing to say. This world has set us in a false sense or a false direction saying, like, we always got to have it to all together. But this is proof <laughs> that I don't have to have it all together. I don't have to have it all together. And the reason that I don't have to have it all together, because there is a Holy Spirit that will make intercession for me. That'll make holy communion that knows how to speak on my behalf. That's what it means for him to be an advocate that knows how to speak on my behalf to heaven, to God. When I don't know how to speak for myself, Julia, when I don't know how to say what I want to say, when I don't know how to articulate it, when I'm still just a little too hood, come on. When I don't have all the saved jargon, when I don't know how to pray like my mama didn't pray and my daddy prayed, or anyway, like there's a Holy Spirit. Can I tell you something? Sometimes I don't listen. Let me tell you something. Um, I sometimes I don't have all the words to say. Sometimes I don't know how to articulate. Can I tell y'all something? We're in a very frustrated situation. Can I just be real? Like I've been in a situation where right now, this present moment. 
I'm in faith, but I'm frustrated. And I'm taking y'all on this journey with me because I do not want to lie to you like um, all this is okay with me. I'm not okay with Josiah's ankle being broke. I'm not. He's not okay with it being broke. We're not okay with the extensive surgery. We're just not. But we trust God, right? Because our lifestyle, like what we have going on in our life right now, is not conducive to a broken ankle. Josiah is my tech guy. Josiah is my media person. Come on, y'all. Josiah works with me in ministry. But not just the things that are for me, the things that are for Josiah. Josiah is student government president. Um, he plays football. He does all these other things. He serves at our church. So right now, even though we are grateful and we are thankful, <laughs> we have found ourselves being annoyed by this situation. <laughs> Come on. That's what frustration means. It means I'm annoyed because I have the inability to achieve or change something. Come on. That's what frustrates. And then as Christians, we walk around and pretend like we ain't frustrated. Ooh, you can be in faith and be frustrated. You can be in faith and be frustrated. You can trust God and be frustrated. You can love God and be frustrated. But what you can't afford to do is let this frustration change you. I got to go. I got to go. What you can't afford to do, come on, is let the frustration change you. I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. I'm tapping into it. I hear you. You can't, you can't let the frustration change you. You can't become a person that lives in the inability to change or achieve something because if you become a person that lives in the inability to change or see something, you will become a murmur and a complainer. And God hates murmuring and complaining so he would rather you come to the space of which you are frustrated Woo! and let him deal with you we do not walk out this christian journey oh just a christian and just everything is working well in my life and god is so faithful and i'm gonna go to heaven and everything is just gonna be all right that is not what jesus said <laughs> that's not what he said he said, you're going you gonna to be persecuted because I was persecuted. You're going to be talked about because I've been talked about. <laughs> you're going to be laughed at. You're going to be spit, it, spit on. Like persecution going to come. Hard times going to come. Right? That's what he said. He said persecution going to come. Hard times going to come. But in that, I'm developing your character. <laughs> but in that, I'm doing something for you. And through frustrated eyes, we really won't necessarily see what he's doing. Right? But but we don't live this. Oh my gosh, it's just so great to be a Christian and um, I'm suffering and I understand what the suffering is about. Sometimes we don't know what the suffering is about. Sometimes we won't know what the suffering is about on to, until the other side. <laughs> Sometimes we won't get what the, the situation is. I don't know what all this is about. I know God told me it was a freak accident, that it was not something that was caused because we sinned or he sinned. I know he told me that, but other than that, I don't know. It's just, you got to flow in this. And guess what? You got to flow in it every day. <laughs> and some days might be good days, and some days might be bad days, but don't let your frustration, Lakeisha, I'm just going to bring it to you real. Don't don't let your frustration, Lakeisha, shape this. Don't, don't, let this fr don't let this frustration shape how you see me. 
Don't let this frustration, come on, shape how you see Josiah. Because sometimes you can be caring for something that you love intensely. But because you have the ability to change the situation, even if it's not changing them, but you can't change the situation for them, you'll be frustrated. Because you can't change the situation for them. can you? Because you can't move this situation. And then you'll start getting frustrated with the very thing that you love. Woo! I'm sorry. No, I ain't. Woo! Frustration is also the prevention of the progress, success, or fulfillment of something. Come on, y'all. Prevention. Frustration is prevention. When we become frustrated, it's because something is preventing us from progressing, from succeeding, or doing the things that we want to do. That's not easy. But here Jesus is saying, even in this, here Jesus is saying, even in this, Yara, even in this, Patsy, even in this, Mary, he said, here you go. Here you go, baby. Here you go, girl. Let me give you some. I'm going to send you somebody that got your back. <laughs> I'm going to give you somebody that's going to help you through the ebbs and the flows of this thing. You ain't got to like it, but it is what it is. <laughs> you ain't got to like it. You ain't got to like this. You don't have to like every circumstance that's dealt. That is not what makes you a Christian. What makes you a Christian is that you believe. <laughs> That you believe in every, that's it. Come on, Holy Spirit. That you believe in every circumstance and every situation you are in, that God will never leave you or forsake you. Come on now. That's, that's, that's tearing down the strongholds in the mind. That you that you believe that no matter what, like God's not going to leave me in this. Like that's a, that like that God's not. And so I'm taking courage in the situation, not in Lakeisha, right? Not because what frustration shows you is your inability to change the situation. I have no authority over this situation. I've been praying, we've been declaring, I'm hoping a speedy healing comes, but I have no authority in this situation. So it has brought me to a place to say, you know what? <laughs> I'm frustrated by this. I am, but I know you got this. That's the faith. Me accepting Jesus Christ and me making a decision to live in faith. <laughs> he said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Woo! It's the living in faith. Lord, I don't get it, but I'm going to trust you. <laughs> Lord, Lord, I don't, Lord, I'm frustrated, but I'm going to, Lord, I'm frustrated with this. But what I'm not going to let this do is let the, allow the frustration to develop my character. What I'm not going to do is not allow the frustration to, to develop who I am. I'm not going to allow the frustration to pull me out of faith. I'm not going to allow. I'm going to close my mouth, Lord. <laughs> Put a guard over my lips. So I don't say anything you don't want me to say about this situation. So roll of the spirit. And I will ask the Father. He will give you another helper, comforter, advocator, intercessor. Who can say, right? Strengthener to be with you forever. To be with you forever. And he says, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. The world cannot receive this. The world will teach you to murmur. The world will teach you to complain. The world will tell you faith don't work. Your hope, trust, and God don't work. My, 
you know, he said, Matthew, he said, told us, he said, do Jesus like, don't worry. Don't you be sitting over there worried about anything. I got you. <laughs> Don't you be sitting over there worried. Don't you be worried about food. I got you. Don't you be worried about clothing. I got you. Don't you be worried about shelter. I got you. Don't you spend no time on that. That's what the pagan people do. That's what the people that don't know me. That's what the people that don't trust me. That's what the people that don't understand that my nature in the ebbs and flows are still real, real. He said, don't you get caught up in that. Don't you worry. You, you mean more to me than these birds do, and I always feed them. You mean more to me than the lilies do, and I always clothe them. You mean more to me like that. So don't let your frustration give you eyes to see, thinking I'm not going to provide for you, Deshauna. Don't let your frustration give you eyes to see. Come on now, because when frustration gives you eyes to see, it confuses your identity, and you forget that you are a son and a daughter of God and what he said. That frustration is a blocker. <laughs> frustration is the greatest hater. It wants to skew your perception so that you forget who you are. Just, just so you forget who you are, so you forget who God is. And so then you try to get into all this man-made stuff of how you handle life. He says, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take to heart because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he remains with you continually and is in you. He said, I'm not leaving you as orphans. Oh, I got to get out of here. He said, I'm not leaving you as an orphan. I'm not. See, can I tell you, they were in a situation where Jesus was about to go to the cross, right? This was a very overwhelming situation from them. They were so used to Jesus being with them. Woo! Can I speak this morning just for a second? And some of us are so used to like God being with us in certain spaces or our life flowing. I hear you, Holy Spirit, in certain directions, right? And we know God has been there, right? Remember in uh, when Job, uh, when Satan and God, God was talking about Job and they was having this deep conversation and he was like, Job loves you with absolutely everything. And Satan was like, the only reason he loves you is because it's a hedge of protection around you. And God was like, bet that. I'm going to remove the hedge. You you can do whatever you feel like it. And I'm going to show you that Job still loves me. Woo! Come on now. He said, I'm going to show you that. I'm going to just show you that Job still loves I'm going to show you that Job still loves me. Like, I'm going to show you. And we see the ebbs and flows. If you've never read the chapter of Job, we see Job. We see him emotional, but what we see is Job, Job never cursed God. Woo! No matter how frustrated he was, no matter how his daughters were, no matter what was going on, we see Job never cursed God. Why? Because he understood <laughs> where his help came from. He understood who his provider was. You can't tell me Job wasn't frustrated when kids and land and all this stuff that he possessed started going. Come on now. Can't tell me what, but what he didn't do, he did not curse God. And him and God was having some deep conversation. He wasn't having just, you got to go through there. He just wasn't having regular conversations. Job wasn't just, oh, this is good. I'm well pleased. He was in some deep prayer, like, look, this hard. <laughs> but here God says, I'll not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved, and helpless. He says, I'm going to come to you. Woo! 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 He says, after a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live. You will live also. Right? So there's a Holy Spirit 
that's here, that's present, that takes us through the ebbs and the flows. And that if we will allow him to give us eyes to see, we will receive the comfort, the truth, the strength, and even the advocacy we need. I want to give you this testimony and then we're going to get out of here. Um, I know, I just know, just know that if you're not frustrated, God can use you. So we are in, I'm waiting for Josiah after surgery. And my mom is there with me and we just talking and uh, we were, you know, you're not supposed to eat <laughs> in there because patients are in there, but nobody was in there and we were breaking rules. I do break them sometimes, not often. And I'm eating chocolate covered peanuts and my mom was eating chips. <laughs> she gonna get me. She was like, oh, that little sign that say we ain't supposed to eat in front of patients. So we were sneaking and eating because neither one of us wanted to leave out. I did leave out and eat my chip. But we were sitting in there and we're eating and we're eating our little chips and we're eating our snack and a young lady walks in and you can just kind of tell she's just like real loud. She's really loud. And she's talking about her circumstances. She's talking about um, her situation and she's talking about her daughter. My mom said, you got a child here. And she just begins to explain the circumstance and the situation to us. And we're both sitting there. Me and mama go about our business, walk out, come back in. The doctor consults with her and she just breaks down and starts bawling. She was like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And mama kept looking at me and she like, <laughs> like, do I need to go over there? And I'm like, okay, Lord, in the middle of my season, you bring me an assignment. So I get up and I walk over to her and, but if I had let my frustrated eyes lead this, I would have missed the opportunity for him to get the glory. Not me, him to get the glory. So I get up and I trump over there and she is crying and she was on the phone and I just lay my hand on the back, right? I'm just listening to the Holy Spirit. I just lay my hand on the back, her back. I just lay my hand on her back. And then I just, I didn't even ask her, could I pray? I just started praying. <laughs> Because this is the second, third, fourth, fifth time lately that I've been in a frustrated situation that he has led me to speak a word to somebody else. I, in the last six or seven months, this is not. So I lay my hand on her and I just begin to pray and I can feel the presence of Jesus calm her down. And I share with her and we talk and my mom is sharing with her. My mom is standing in agreement and we are encouraging her and I can see the presence of the Lord calm her down. And then I gave her some information on the ministry and I'm like, Lord, if I had let this situation overwhelm me, I would have missed this. You cannot afford to let frustration give you eyes to see. You, you can you can you cannot allow frustration to give you eyes to see. You cannot allow frustration to pull you out of who you are. That's what the Holy Spirit will do. That's the purpose of the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus sent him. Because we don't have to do this thing alone. Father God, I thank you for your word on this morning. I thank you for bringing us to the place of where we can be possibly frustrated. Where it seems like stuff is being held up. <laughs> where it seems like... um. Uh, doors are being closed. Ooh. 
where it seems like the end of something and we have absolutely no control. But your word confirms that you are with us. And your word confirms that you will not leave us comfortless. And your word confirms that there is an advocate, a strengther, a comforter, a teacher that is here to work us through the ebbs and the flows of life. And we thank you. So open the eyes of our understanding so frustration don't confuse us. And open the eyes of our understanding so frustration don't paralyze us. And open the eyes of our understanding so frustration don't allow us to give up. (laughs) And open the eyes of our understanding, Lord God, so frustration won't make us um, speak defeated words out our mouth. And open up the eyes of our understanding, Lord, so that we will not grieve the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Do a greater work in us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have yet to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, that's part of this Christian journey. I want to teach you some more about who he is. That was the first moment. Because I was, can I tell you something? I think I was born in frustration. I'm just going to be honest. I think I've been uh, a person that frustration, the inability to control situations, because that's what I see frustration as. I think I've been a person that if the inability to c- control situations and i think we're gonna chew on this for a couple of days like the inability to control situations has led me to make real frivolous dumb stupid decisions can i just be real or has caused me to shut down in relationships because when you frustrated when you like frustrated in if you frustrated in one relationship right um then what usually happens is gonna hinder you in the next relationship i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna be all honest right and so I needed to have Jesus so that my eyes could be open and understand where frustration, how all of these different things that have been a part of my life for so long were confusing and changing my identity in Christ Jesus. So I want to offer you my Jesus. And if you want him, it starts with a confession of your faith. And I need you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus. I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And guess what I'm going to turn around and do? I'm going to send you some material because I want you to have what you need um, through this journey. You need Jesus. I promise you do. You need him. 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 If the Lord places it on your heart to give, our partners are what fund this ministry. Our partners are what drive this ministry. Our partners are what allow us to get into every room on every television, on every device. We cannot do that without our partners. If God is calling you to partner with this ministry or to give, go over to the website, lmjministries.org. You can find out how we serve the poor, how we take care of women in crisis, how we take care of other countries. All of that, all our partners are on our website and so much more. We would love to have you partner with this ministry. We got Feed the Streets tomorrow. We're going to put 600 meal kits out into the community. That's what we do. This ministry was designed so we can serve others. And it helps with administrative costs too. I'm just going to be real, real. The Lord places you there. Go give. 
Now, my final appeal to you is this. I love you. <laughs> I love you. But God loves you so much more. And an evidence of his love needs to be shown up in action. So I need you to do me a favor. Go be loved today. Somebody else needs to experience God's love. Not the frustrated you. <laughs> not the irritated you. Not the mad you. Um, because when we frustrated, we can be angry. And we will justify our anger by what people have done to us. But it gives us no right to treat people any other way than in love. The whole foundation of the kingdom is built on love. So I need you to do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. Somebody else needs to know what his love is. And you can simply ask God, Father, I need you to show me your love. So that I can begin to correctly love others. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Ladies, tonight... This is not um, talking conversations. We got girl talk. We're going to talk tonight. We're going to talk tonight. Just about an hour. 300 River Market. You can join us online. But if you can hear in person, come hang out with us in person. Like refreshments. We're going to talk. We got some, I got some conversation for you tonight. <laughs> I got some conversation for you tonight. We're going we gonna to talk tonight. We got girl talk tonight. I wish you could be there. Be there online. Woo! Father God, I thank you for relieving us from frustration today. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see y'all back, right? Ladies, prayer call tomorrow. I'll see y'all back next Tuesday, 5 a.m. Invite somebody in. Love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Woo! Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.